It's hump day. How is everybody? This week is almost over. Praise the Lord. It's been a day. It was not the best day for me. <laughs> Chicago was crazy today. We had a really busy day, but we went to gymnastics like we do every Wednesday. Every Wednesday? Every Wednesday, my son goes to gymnastics. That reminds me of a book called She's Got This by Lori Hernandez. You guys, or watch, well, I guess we should do. Getting real well, good at these intros. Welcome. We are getting better at our intros, but uh, welcome to Potheads in Training. Ta da! Potheads in Training! We love Potheads in Training. And this is Sheila. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like totally brain farting right now. We're a hot mess today, folks. A hot, hot mess. And apparently, Sandy. apparently, I forgot that on a podcast you have to talk because <laughs> nobody can see your face and your facial reactions. I would also like to state that my allergies have taken my voice deep, so if it ever just goes goes low, no, that's why. You and um, like the rest of when the they, East Coast and the South, and I guess Chicago too. I'd just like to say when they go low, we, we go, go high. high. <laughs> My neighbors are probably like, is there a dog on here? Okay, so, yeah. So how are we doing besides dying from allergies? Uh, I was not kidding. Chicago was so crazy today. I was so glad to get home. I left for work this morning, and my my neighborhood is not usually, like, super packed busy uh-uh. but it was like everywhere I went there was just like long rows of cars waiting I tried to go get a coffee where I normally get a coffee and there was like a line literally wrapped around the block which On never happened um no I've been going to this other place up on Lawrence because I, I it has a bar. It has a drive-through so, um, which I realized I've had my car for six months now. I actually had hey. to make, I know, so, yeah, so crazy. I had to schedule a maintenance, like the six month maintenance oh. checkup or whatever for my car. Seven this year. Whoa. Yeah. My, I couldn't believe it. My car is like, uh, nine years old. She just had to be this. And my husband's, <laughs> my husband's truck is, um, uh, 15, yeah. Well, I was, like, looking at my mileage, and I'm like, how did I already drive that many miles in, like, three months? That doesn't even make sense. I wasn't I even here that. for, like, two months. And I was like, how did that happen? And then I actually did the calculation and realized I've had my car for six months. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense yeah. in six months. Six months, <laughs> it but makes I've been sense. gone for three of it. <laughs> right. But I actually let my friends use my car because they were also watching it. So I let them use it. But in six months, I've done like under 3,000 miles. 
That's not. That's actually pretty good. I don't. I think that's right. Which happens. isn't. Which actually isn't bad when you think about it in six months. But when I was like, oh, I've had my car for three months. I was like, how did I do a thousand miles a month? Oh, I'm gonna have so fair. many miles on my yeah. car, like, whatever. But today, Chicago was like nuts. Traffic everywhere. It took me forever to get to work. It took me forever to get home. I could not find parking anywhere, which is was so there, unusual for my neighborhood. Was is there like something going on or just is it not um, and people are flying? We had some really beautiful days up here. Okay. Like gorgeous. Everybody's like, bringing their cars Everybody was high. like spring is in the air. They put their, like, their cars were in the same spot. Everybody was biking, no traffic. And then today it got really cold. It was, like, 30-degree drop. And so, like, everybody had to drive. Everybody was probably mad because it was cold. Um, Are you guys going to get any snow from that storm that hit Denver? Um, Right now it's still in, like, South Dakota and Iowa. We got, I wasn't sure. We got it's some like really heavy rain cancer. today, but that was it. So I wasn't sure. Well, probably I'll probably be affected mostly by like really cold, cold wind, and like probably cold rain, like freezing mm-hmm. rain. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily snow in the city when it snows in like the burbs and stuff. Gotcha. When it dropped thirty degrees, were people suddenly saying things like, "Burr, it's <laughs> cold in here." <laughs> No, Josie did think that was funny. There were some explosives, explosives, exploitatives, exploitatives. What's happening? (laughs) Did you say some cuss words? Words are hard. (laughs) Um, People said a lot of cuss words about how cold it got, and they were very angry because when I say we had like the perfect Chicago day, like just two days ago, it was like. Perfect. Well, yeah. And we're having pretty days down here, which is a mixed bag for me because I love them, but at the same time, I also like to breathe. But um, um, everybody's been like, oh, guys, it's going to rain again. And I'm literally the only one like, going, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheering in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. Yep, I get it. It's been, it's been allergies wise, it's been bad here also. So. You guys yeah. cannot see Sheila, but Sheila clearly did not have the Chicago issue because she, she got some sun. It, it was beautiful today. So today, um, well, so April is the month of the military child, just so you know. So if you know a military child, shout him out. Um, and his school had like uh, a picnic today. And so we went to the picnic and then we were invited over to a play date after school. And the boys played, and whew, let's just say, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm a little hot. You're gonna dab up aloe <laughs> And actually, not actually, just because of your looks, because the sun burnt your skin. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little red, yeah. Um, but and, I am proud not... to see you wearing sunglasses. Yes, yeah, yeah. You can see my retina. <laughs> If anything, I'm not going to have any wrinkles around my eyes because I wear sunglasses. And my eyes are protected from the harsh UV rays. She'll just get um, the wrinkles on her nose and her cheeks. <laughs> and, and her decolletage. 
<laughs> I got, it was my that's the worst part actually. Apparently I did not do well in the sensory department down there. So but it doesn't hurt. Like I've had sunburns like at this point where I'm like, oh like it's not it's not crazy hot and it's not um extra painful. So there's that. So maybe that's yeah. a good sign. I'm sorry, but yeah, so that's what we did. I got I got some sun. It's beautiful today. And then we um we had gymnastics like we do like I, it's true in, in the intro we have gymnastics every day every Wednesday not every day every Wednesday. <laughs> I would love to say I have my life together, but that would be a lie, and there's no reason to lie to all these people. None of us have our lives together. So uh, you know who we... does? Lori Hernandez. Wait 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 we're not there yet, buddy. Not there. We're not there. Andy's just trying to get there faster because he doesn't want to keep losing four to zero. That does not sound correct. Harry Potter. So it's trivia time? Trivia time. Trivia time. If you have not listened to our previous Potheads and Training episodes, we have started doing this. And Sheila reads the question and Andy and I answer. And we are keeping score because trivia time is also known as the time where Andy misses a question and Josie yells and gets very excited. <laughs> okay, actually, I, if you listen to the episodes, I'm very calm. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes <laughs> our you. faces totally are like <laughs> like we do not like give very nice faces. <laughs> um, so. Are we are we ready? I'll I'll give really nice face this time, Andy. She'll fix her face. I expect nothing less. <laughs> um, do, uh, who's going first, Josie or Andy? Andy can go first. Okay. Now I just want to clarify for those of you okay. who cannot see Josie. She <laughs> said that, and it sounded sweet, but her face was very smug. <laughs> it was not. All I did was smile. <laughs> yeah. Andy can go first. <laughs> and then she just did a little shorter shrug. I mean, I'll go first if you want me to, and then I'll I mean, just I answer and you won't even get a try. Okay, uh, Andy, let's go. That's rude and okay. probably correct. Andy, let's go. Your your choices are animals and magical creatures, <clears throat> magical people, magical objects, Magic spells and potions. I thought the clearing was the third on purpose for a second. It is. Okay. Hogwarts. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> the dark arts. Josie's probably like, I can't believe she just did that. Hopefully you got what I'm <clears throat> about, Andy. No? Okay. Are, are they things <laughs> that you think I would re- that I would know? I, well, I was trying to be very... Subtle, but not subtle, all at the same time. <laughs> pick, a, pick a category. Sheila, for those, of the, for those of you who don't remember, Sheila's a Hufflepuff, so she tries to make this as fair and fun as possible. I'm not trying everyone. to make it fair, but I, I would like to make Andy feel a little bit better about his Harry Potter trivia <laughs> knowledge. Andy feels okay about it. <laughs> also, I would like to apologize if I cough throughout this. Um, let's just go with the first one. <laughs> okay. Animals and magical creatures. Who finds Mung Mad- Mad- Dungus Fletcher 
and brings him to Grim Mald, I can't talk Grimwald place when Harry is looking for the stolen locket Horcrux. Who finds someone and brings them there? Yeah, he's like so. If you don't remember who Madungus is, he's like the the like bum the oh, bum God. wizard who looks like a pile of rags. Is it Dobby? Dobby? And uh, you did not say this was a two-parter question. I didn't know until I flipped it over because it <laughs> it only says who. It doesn't say who are the two. So when I flipped it over, I saw so. Dobie and oh, it's oh, crap. Is this that one where there was the other one like him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know his name. Older McGrouchy Dobie. <laughs> Dobby. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Josie. Okay, this one I will admit actually stumps me a little bit because I want to say in the movie it was creature, but I think in the book it was Uh-oh. it was the other one, uh, Winky. No. <gasps> it says Dobie and creature, crutcher, crutcher, creature. I'm giving myself a point since neither one I, I know mean, that yeah, and half, can't I mean, say it. Um, got half of it too. I did say it. I was like, I just couldn't remember if the book and the movie were different on that one. No, because they don't. They don't ever. They don't ever introduce. Uh, I think it's Winky, the female house elf. They don't actually ever introduce her into the movies. No, because yeah. I didn't know she existed. But um, this says. Both Dobie and Creature. So, hmm, that's a conundrum, isn't it? Not. I mean, we both said both, but yeah, well, I, I said both, but Andy said so both. So, do you both get like half a point? No. <laughs> I get or a point. do you get no points or one whole point? <laughs> because she gave you an either or, which technically she gave the wrong answer because I didn't even try to do it. On the second one, I gave the wrong answer, but I said I think the book is different. But my original answer was creature. <laughs> I, okay. I'm just going to say neither one of you got that. <laughs> I mean... Oh, screw your Hufflepuff. Well, I tried. I tried No, I mean... That's probably as close as I'm going to get to getting a question. So, yay, I got a point. Moving on. Actually, I probably would give Andy a point on that one. Okay. I'll give Even though I kept starting to say his name weird. You Well, you totally, because you, you knew who it was. You just weren't going to, you didn't remember his name. You're like the. I just, at first, I, I'll give I get it, weird about per, pronouncing things. I'll also give it to you because none of us were expecting the or. I yeah. totally or the and. Or, the the yeah. question was misleading. It was. It was. Okay. All right. One to four. Josie. Woo-hoo. Go, Andy. Uh, magical people. Why magical ob- like a pity point, but I'm just going to take it. No, it's not a pity point. <laughs> okay. You can't win, folks. You can't win. <laughs> Are we doing another question? Yeah, we, we always, always do, too. Yeah, you all know I can barely remember my name sometimes, so. <laughs> okay. Magical people? Yes. Magical objects. Is that you want magical people? Yes. Oh, okay. I won't read the rest of them then. <laughs> which members of Dumbledore's... I'm sorry. <laughs> we cannot take him to Trivia Night. 
<laughs> Which members of Dumbledore's army go to the Department of Mysteries with Harry, Ron, and Hermione? Luna, Neville, and Ginny. Yep. That is correct. All right, kids. Five to one. Five to one. For those of you who couldn't see it, I was also nodding. He was. He he was in agreement. Andy, did you know that one? He did. I can see it in my head. <laughs> he could have been like the girl with the red hair. No. I mean, and it's the scene where the they grab the that... orb. It is the scene where they grab the orb. Yeah, yeah so I would have gotten it. Yeah. All right, kids. I don't know if I would have gotten it if Sheila would have asked me directly. <laughs> I probably would have panicked. Maybe but. maybe we should start with Josie next time to give like Andy like less stress or whatever. I mean, I guess about being asked trivia. I don't know. I actually do really good at trivia normally. I think it's just because this is going on permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why. All right, Andy, tell us about your well, much like Josie and in trivia, Lori Hernandez brings us books called She's Got This. I wish you could all see Andy right now. He, like, lifted the book up and was holding it up and smiling like he was, like, on an infomercial. infomercial. Um, so this book is really fun. Actually, I've only skimmed through it, so I shouldn't really oh. say it's really fun, but I've only skimmed through it. So we're going to be learning about this together. But what I did kind of see... Um, I don't know. We'll talk about it later when we talk about the book, but there's a reason why I bought it. Okay. Besides the fact that it's a signed first edition. He got an autographed copy, everybody. At Target. Target. Go go hunt your Target for it. Okay. I mean, I actually might know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) because Josie loves an Olympian. Not Josie. We don't talk about it all the time. And the I will say before we get started too, right? I, mean, I just am so thankful to be a part of this, where I feel so loved. The pictures I are love right. you. It's like very Josie, like hand drawn pictures. Josie, you know me. I love my I my Olympics too. I mean, I I just not as much. All right, Andy. Are let's we ready? Let's do okay. it. Every day before school, Zoe watched the birds perched in the tree outside her bedroom window. She loved the way they hopped and balanced on the branches. She loved the way they flew. As she ate her morning cereal, something on TV caught Zoe's eye. A gymnast was dancing along a beam, flipping and spinning and landing with her arms out, flying for real. Zoe wanted to do all that, too. Her dad took her shopping for a leotard. Her mom drove her to her first gymnastic class. Zoe loved stretching, tumbling, swinging on the bars, but her favorite thing of all was the balance beam. Zoe learned to turn and to jump, light as a bird on a branch. Other kids in the class wobbled. Not Zoe. Soon Zoe was ready to fly, just like the gymnast on TV. She stood on the end of the beam and gripped it with her toes. She lifted her arms and then she leaped. For a moment, Zoe flew, and then she hit the mat with a thump. Her knees hurt, her shoulder hurt, her head hurt. Inside, her heart hurt, too. That night, Zoe told her parents she didn't want to go back to gymnastics class. Because you fail? her dad asked. 
when you were learning to walk, you'd fall down all the time and get right back up. But Zoe didn't remember learning to walk. She did remember hitting that mat with a thump, though. (laughs) One time I fell running a race, her older brother said. And then I picked myself up. You can't let a fall make you quit. But Zoe's brother was big, and she was little. I fall all the time in karate, her older sister told Zoe. That That's part of what we do. Learn to fall without getting hurt. But falling had hurt. Zoe didn't want to fall again. Let's go out, Zoe's mom said. Go out, asked her dad. Why? To celebrate, said her mom. Celebration meant ice cream with hot fudge and sprinkles. What are we celebrating, asked Zoe's brother. Zoe's first fall, said Zoe's mom. It's good news. How is falling good news? Each fall you make makes you better, Zoe's mom told her. Now you have to try again. Maybe you'll fall, but maybe not. You won't know unless you try. A tiny bird soared over Zoe's head. The next week, Zoe went back to gymnastics. She did somersaults and cartwheels. She turned flips and she danced along the beam. Sometimes she fell off, but every time she did, she got right back on. After several weeks, Zoe's class put on a show for all the families. When it was Zoe's turn, she hopped up onto the beam. She paused, lifted her arms and her chin. Her parents smiled. Her brother and sister cheered. Her coach nodded. She breathed deeply. In a moment, she would jump into the air. She didn't know if she would fall or if she would land safely, but she knew one thing. She was ready to fly. Aw, that's so cute. Roxy liked it. And then there's a little note from Lori. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Yeah. As a gymnast, I've fallen more times than I can count. At first, every fall felt like a failure. I thought it meant that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't meant to be a competitive athlete. And then I realized that falling is how you learn. What matters is how often you fall, but how often you get back up. Even as an Olympian, I feel still feel scared when I'm trying to try something new, inside or outside the gym. But I never let fear hold me back, and neither should you, because no matter what your dreams are, they're worth all the falls in the world, because eventually, you'll fly. You got mm. this. Love, Lori. Oh, that's really sweet. That's really that sweet. Good. So, so why'd you pick this book, Andy? I think it was one of those things that, like, I feel like kids' books have come a long way in the past couple or the past, like, few years or whatever. Because I remember, I mean, my sisters were very good about reading to my nieces and my nephews. But this Mm -hmm. is one of those books that, like, it's girl-centric. Even in, like, the the classic, all the pictures and stuff like that, it's talking about how she did it. Yeah, her siblings were showing how they did that. But it was, like, it still showed a girl doing karate. It still showed all this type of stuff. Like, these are the types of books that, like, I feel like empower, like, my nieces and stuff like that. And I just think it's a really good story because it doesn't matter, like, I mean, she says it, it doesn't matter how many times you fall, so how many times you get back up. Yeah. And especially when, like, you know, everyone is trying to say, you know, the participation trophy awards and, like, all that type of stuff. It's just keep pushing yourself and you'll keep getting better. 
So, Josie, what do you think of this book? I, <clears throat> whoa. Up, people? Apparently allergies are affecting all of us. Um, I really liked it. I think it's, it's really sweet. It's really cute. It's showing, like, her whole community is, is a behind it. It wasn't just her doing it. It was like everybody cheering her on. It was the, you know, like the coach giving like the little nod, like, yeah, you did Mm -hmm. good. Cause coaches aren't ever like usually, especially like during training and like other things and in the middle of competition, they're not ever like super excited. Usually they're just like, yeah, little nod onto the next thing. Let's, let's just get better. Um, but I liked how it showed, like, the whole family unit and how, like, everybody was, like, no, like, don't give up. And how, in, like, even just, like, how the parents, like, celebrated the it, fall. Yeah. yeah, like, I like And mom. how they handled it. Because I feel, like, I used to work, uh, Andy and I used to work in a children's restaurant. And yeah. I've used to teach dance to little kids. And it's, you have so many parents who are like, why are you failing at this? Why are you doing this? Like, get get it together. Like, why are you doing this? Or, like, you know better than this. Like, stop messing up. And you see so many parents that are like that. So to see, like, parents who are, are celebrating and, like, supporting. Like, yeah, you fell. Let's celebrate this. Because yeah. you got back up. Yeah. And so it's, it's like the whole year to begin with. To try. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I well, and I like that part. Like when he got to that part, when the mom was like, "Well, let's let's go out and celebrate," and everybody's like, "Why?" And I I like that she was like, "Let's celebrate the failure," because you know she tried, and she did fail. Um, because when we were in college, we had a dance teacher that like she's like, "If you fall, you get an A for the day," like. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can only remember a handful of times like seeing another dancer. Or classmate fall. Was it because she was just trying to make you push you to be your best? It was because you tried. Yeah. You you tried something that was hard and difficult for you. Because some of the stuff, like when people fell, it wasn't the easy stuff. It was something, I don't even remember the things that people fell over. But I right. remember when people would, did fall and, it, you know, you're like, oh, that sucks. Because, well, one, it's embarrassing. When right. you're in a class of 30 young adults, I mean, even though we all loved each other, it's still embarrassing when you you fall in front of your friends. And you're trying something that's difficult. It's not what you're normally used to. And, well, and your and, body is learning it. Right. And, and so, like, when you fall, it was, it was just like, and then, like, we all cheered. <laughs> like, when they, they fell, we didn't cheer when they fell. But, like, when they got back up, we cheered for them because, you know, like, we know it's not easy. Some of us may make it look easy, but it's still not easy for us. Well, and not only that, I think the other the other side of it, too, was that when you're learning the steps, like, in your head, like, if it was a ballet class, like, in your head, you're like, ballerinas, they're so, like, graceful and dainty. And so you, like, you want to be that, and you never see, like, you see the grace on the stage, or, like, the grace 
at a gymnastics meet or like the gymnast or like whatever, you see that grace. You never see the falls and everything that it actually takes to get to be that graceful. Yeah. And so what ended up happening is in class, people would just be too careful because they're like trying to be graceful instead of just learning the actual power that you need to do the move. Right. And so it's just like, it wasn't like to encourage people to fall. Obviously it was just to encourage you to like actually attempt the move and attempt to to push yourself to the next boundary and to push yourself to that next level and to try harder. Yeah. And and like I said, the best yourself that you can be. And I only remember like three, maybe three people falling in, in my whole two years with that teacher. So it's, and it wasn't like, like it was just like they they it wasn't like nobody else was trying it just was one of those things where it's like you went into that class knowing that you gave your best yeah and that's all it was she's like you know you tried and you tried so hard that you fell and that doesn't mean you failed because you were you tried because there Mm -hmm. there were people that would not try they'd be like well I can't do that or they wouldn't try hard enough and they wouldn't try to their potential. Yeah. Like instead of a triple, they would just stop at a double. I don't even know what that means. Quick question. Yeah. <laughs> Three turns. <laughs> but that two. was a really good. That was, that really was very good. fitting, actually. Thank you. Um, quick question. So since this is about gymnastics, yeah. and you ladies may have actually done stuff like this because I wouldn't put it past you. But... um. I was in gymnastics as a child. (laughs) Have you ever just been, like, walking down the hall and you just are like, okay, what I'm going to do is, like, three somersaults going into da-da-da-da-da, and you just have, like, this full gymnastics spin, knowing I can't even do a cartwheel. But, like, you just see it in your head, and then you're just, like, you just have the urge to do it. All the time. I don't do it with gymnastics. I I will, like, I'll be like, oh, look, I can do, I can dance down this hallway. Oh, oh my I gosh. I'll stand in my kitchen to this day. I haven't danced, like dance danced in years. And I'll still stand in my kitchen while I'm cooking something. I'll do pirouettes. I'll do pirouettes from first, third, and I'll attempt them from fifth. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll, I do more dance stuff. Like, I, my, um, gymnastics is more tumbling so it's more cartwheels and round offs and I can do somersaults or they're also known as front rolls that is about the extent of my see I was never even able to tumble very much as a kid because you know we had this weird thing that kind of went through my siblings um whereas like your ligaments are loose and so like I had to literally if we were going to tumble we had to pull out like an old mattress so you kind of lose the fun of just spontaneously <laughs> <like> <laughs> doing something. I but, yeah yeah I can see that. Yeah, I was devastated when I had to stop gymnastics. My sister and I actually did gymnastics, and I remember being like five years old in gymnastics class, and like sitting with our your legs like wide open in a big V, and like starting to like push ourselves up to like start somersaults almost in like a second position from a sitting position and like doing stuff like that and I remember like being on I loved the uneven bars like I remember like 
being able to like practice like swinging around them and going over we my sister and I both my older sister and I were both in gymnastics and she was six years older than me um and we both loved it but the gymnastics class moved to the town next to us and Mm -hmm. it was over 30 minutes away and so I had to stop Casper um it was to Casper I mean, we could have gotten one in Douglas, too, but there's no way we could have, like, made the classes and done everything, like, with my parents' work right. schedules and yeah, it's hard. everything like that. And so it was just, like, gymnastics. I was devastated. I was like, I'm going to be the next Lori Hernandez. Even though Lori <laughs> like, wasn't born yet. She wasn't even born or thought of yet, but... It were, oh, you it were, were you were gonna be the next Mary Lou. Mary yeah, Lou. I was gonna Mary be the Lou next Ritten. Mary Mary Lou Retton. Um, yeah, I mean, I was devastated. So then, like when I started dancing and picking up dance, it was just like it fell right back into it for me. Like I just loved it. And actually, <laughs> Andy, it's funny that you say that. Like, do you ever spontaneously do that? Because I actually used to spontaneously just dance on the street because you know that's what dancers do and we're obnoxious theater kids and dance kids but there's a term that I always <laughs> say that is called it's boo trash I'm always like if it's something that's bad like man that just sucks but it's just like what are you gonna do it's always like boo trash but how that actually got started was and I don't know if you even know this handy um Boo Trash actually got started with my old roommate, who's also a dancer, and we were actually standing on the street after a dance concert waiting for the bus, and we were talking about this dance, this dance that we just saw, and this dancer had, like, these beautiful, amazing cabrioles, which is... A kick in front of your it's like uh when you kick you, in front yeah. of yourself cabrioles like to kiss and you really quickly like uh, okay. tap it and then like open it really wide and like land on one foot and he men are was, supposed men are usually really really good at it oh my gosh they were amazing and not only was he doing a cabriole he was doing a double cabriole <gasps> which is insane it's so hard. It's so insane. People fall on their butts and their faces doing a single cabriole, especially to the derriere, like, behind them. Didn't he was, Jody make us try to do double cabrioles? Yeah. And or at least was, some of them, us? It was, yeah, it was, like, a, a select few of us in, like, a belly two and then in point that she made us try it. Oh my God, but it was, like, doing? so hard. And this guy was doing these gorgeous <laughs> cabrioles. And so it was us being, like, man we suck at these and we're like boo and then we were like boo trash and then it was this whole thing where it was actually if we said the whole thing boo trash potaburay um cabriole oh i do remember that and like all yeah i I think it was like um potaburay double burette cabriol boo trash or something like that it was like something but we're like boo trash and then at the end of it we just got boo trash well so kind of going so off we of, actually would just spontaneous do stuff like yeah that. i mean i i still do um yeah me too so kind of going off of josie's funny little boo trash story eight eight nine years ago i was teaching dance we were doing like an end of recital dance where everybody just got up on stage and did one dance to one song 
um, I don't even remember what the song was, but the somebody had wrote it out, and I'm sitting here reading it, and I'm like, they're like, here's, they're like, here's the dance, and I'm like, okay, and I'm reading it, and I, I have no idea what it is because I'm expecting to see dance terms, <laughs> and um, the one, one of the words was potato boo, ray. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is a potato bourree? <laughs> and then I'm like, it's a lot of dough gray, but it's a little thicker. It's supposed to be <laughs> pas de bourree, pas de bourree. Oh, oh. P-A-S, like French, like a pas, like a step. P-A-S. D-E, and bourree is just one word instead yeah. of bourree. But it was just so funny. Oh, and like, okay. I, I had to re, I actually had to like, like I kind of got part of the dance, but then I'm like, I have to come in and see. I have to. I had to come in on another day that I didn't work when another te- when that teacher was working, so I could because so you she could write did, the terms. So I could see it and I could learn it and write the terms because her because she wasn't. She's not trained like I was. Like when we went to college, like we had technical. Oh we, we, we we had, had technical vocabulary. Like we had vocabulary quizzes and we had to spell them right. Like we were, if we spelled it wrong and we had our apostrophes in the wrong spot. And you had to know the definition. We get it. You're dance snobs. No, we actually aren't. (laughs) Like I know dance snobs. We were not. We're not even compared to some people. We're not even. We're not. Yeah. But it was just so funny. But I had to do that because I didn't. I couldn't read her notes. Which she is totally funny. knew what she under she totally knew what right. she was doing. And it, it worked for her. But for me, I'm like, potato. We don't have a potato move. What's a potato? Mashed potato? Like, it's really, that's what I'm right. But it's funny because even when we learned how to choreograph and we learned like we didn't fully have the dance terms yet. Our teacher Jody, she was like, draw a stick figure, like Because we had to write down our dances because she had to know, like, where the dancing was actually, like, heading. And we had to learn how to transcribe our dances. Sure. And we didn't, like, when we first were learning it, we were like, I don't know what, like, I know what it is, but I don't, like, really know how, like, what to call it. And we literally would have to transcribe dances like that. I still have some. I could probably pull one out right now and it'd be really funny. Because it would just be, like, a stick figure of, like, um, like a move like my arms are like this and I want my leg like this and then like next to it it would be like circle spin down to the ground and I just knew that that was me doing like a a sitting basically like a sitting pirouette where I would end up on the floor (laughs) but I didn't have the terminology to call it like a spinning pirouette like sitting pirouette so I was just like circle down to the floor and then there's just some movements that don't have technical terms because you make it up Sheila and I did a clown dance like that. Um, I would also like to say that although I did not study the dance <laughs> in college. Like your counterparts. But I did, however, choreograph a dance in high school. Ooh. Do we, have, do we have videos of this? Lord, I hope not. Um, I, I know people. I'm going to see. It exists somewhere. Yay! 
But um, yeah, was it also, like I may have choreographed a dance the other night in the car, but that is not for a pieds and training. Oh my um, gosh, I used to choreograph in the car. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I know you're talking about something else than what I'm actually talking about, but I used to sit in my car and choreograph all the time. No, I did some of my twerk. I did some of my best chore choreography while I was driving in the car. Yeah. You just turn on the music and it comes to you. Yes, you would I totally we would totally be at a stoplight. I know nobody's gonna be able to see this, but we'd totally just be at a stoplight and just be like the car next to you would just see like your hands like throw up in the air and you'd like do this spin and then you'd like go down and up and then you'd be like Psh, like <laughs> you'd be like or, clapping like every time I clapped for me like every time I clapped that was like a jump up in the air or and you're then like, I'd be just like doing something with your hands you're like yeah yeah okay, y'all may have been choreographing for me that's just called putting on a show you are a show yeah 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 I have to tell you, like, uh, something that has been happening with my son, which is it's highly hilarious. Um, but he is singing a lot about, like, what he's doing. Like, I am about to eat my peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a constant musical in my house right now. Because he's, like singing about whatever's happening to him or what's going on or the video games that he's playing and um he's he's it's a musical and uh it's it's been fun I sit here and I just laugh at him well not laugh at him I chuckle it makes me happy because I actually do it a lot by myself yeah too. <laughs> I do it I do it frequently when I'm just at my desk at work yeah. Josie, do you ever break out in musicals at at, at your work your workplace? She's like, here's your one side of egg with some. Um, maybe you should toast. do that the next time you go to you know where. It'll make everything <laughs> happier. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do break out. Actually, the other day I was listening on my way to work. I was on my way to a meeting and I was found 90s anthems on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And I was like sitting there and I was like totally jamming out and I loved it. And then I'm like standing behind two of my coworkers at the park, uh, the parking lot pay station. And I was like, when I wake up in my makeup, I, and like all of a sudden one of the managers just looks at me and he goes, is that whole? And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other manager goes, um, isn't that Courtney Love? And I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's their song, Celebrity Skin. I was just jamming out. <laughs> so I jam out. You know it. Like, it, was, it was a good book. I liked it. It was definitely like girl power. I, I like to, you know, it was like, get back up and keep doing it. And what's, sorry, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, uh, it reminded me of, I talked about this in the last podcast, but um, Captain Marvel, like, it, have you seen it yet, Andy? Yeah, I finally saw it. Yeah. Josie? No. All right, it's Josie, get, get to it. together. And um, I've told Josie this, it's definitely girl power, and it's about how, like, she, she failed a lot. She fell a lot, and she kept getting up. Right, Andy? Yes. They're having a conversation while I'm talking. 
No. <laughs> Andy's having a conversation while I'm talking. He's was, trying to he's trying uh, to like bother Josie. I was just being silly. Mm-mm. He's literally like the little kid right now who has the finger next to my face going, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. But he's doing it over Skype. <laughs> um, oh, by the I way, just happy, an innocent smile, just, by the way, but I y'all can see it. say happy siblings day since you two are like siblings. Because <laughs> today is like national siblings day. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was saying something. Thank you. By the You're way. welcome. Thanks. I was. I would like to see the illustrations in the book, Andy, because I think, like, you showed us, like, right before you started reading, but yeah. was there, like, when they were, there like, talking about, like, the thud, did they actually, like, show her falling on the floor, or? Let me take a gander. I'm trying to find the page at which you have asked. I will try to go to Target and record yes. it and um, mm-hmm. post it. <laughs> oh, oh, lift it up a bit. Oh, yeah. But it's totally like what little kids do. They all surround their friend when they fall. Yeah, yeah that is a really nice illustration, though. It's not, it's... It's not, like, overly cartoon. It's not overly clean. It's, like... Yeah. There's, like, emotion behind the eyes. I mean, look at this poor little girl. She's sad. Mm, poor little girl. Aw, she is sad. Was that a badger next to her? I think it was her dog. It might be a cat. Okay, I think that is supposed to be a dog, but it does look like a honey badger, and so we're just going to move on. That's <laughs> a badger. She has a badger for a pet because that's totally normal. Um, a honey badger. <clears throat> hold on, but this is the one where she was practicing again. Hmm. Look at her go. Oh, wow, she's got good form. <laughs> Except for that fall. <laughs> well, that was just her first failure. This is after a lot of failures. Yes. I do like that. I do. There is it's something. Her at the Olympics, by the way. I don't know if it's like she's imagining it, but it's definitely her at the Olympics in her outfit. Well, because she won for the balance beam. Right. Yeah, that's her specialty. So. Oh, and that just process. Look at the look at our little friends on here, guys. The what? Her friends. Um. <laughs> Sheila and I were clearly not as touched by that as you. Maybe we have to see it in person. Well, look at the kind of look. Well, that's fair. It kind of, one, it may be the same friends that were in her first class, but it kind of looked like a nod to, like, Gabby. And yeah, that's what I was wondering if it was. Well, yeah, it looked like and... Gabby and Simone, and it looked like maybe Allie Reisman, and then was it Allie, uh, Allie and then, oh, who was the other girl on their team? The blonde? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. We're our real people. Just... Just know that we're proud of you because you supported the country. If you, you ever really? happen to listen to this. She's from, I know which, this is so lame. I know that she's, she practices in Texas, but I can't remember her name. You should go stalker. Okay, not really. I won't. But, um. Escalated quickly. Please note, police officers, I will not be stalking anyone. (laughs) We do Uh, not stalk. No, um. Or at least I don't think we stalk people. Right. There is something that I really love about the message that you do have to fail to get somewhere like you do have to have those things happen to you you do have to have those setbacks I don't think you have to have a lot of them you don't have to have like whatever but there is something about like I have a really hard time with athletes who are sore winners Mm. um I feel like sore winners are just as bad as like sore losers like you at trivia 
I'm kidding. God, that's such an awkward pause. I mean, I couldn't say anything at that point because then you were just going to be like, see, proving the point. (laughs) No, but like there's, I mean, there's professional athletes that are like that now who like where millions of children look up to these athletes and they are like the biggest source, like winners, they're sore losers. And it's that like children see that behavior and a lot of whether they ask for it or not a lot of children look up to athletes for how they should act or how they should be and whether I mean you're the person you're going to be you make the choice on if you want to be the be the athlete that's the the inspiration and, and wants to be um, the role model. And then you have the athletes who are like, I didn't ask for that. I play the sport. This is how I play it. You make that choice. That's fine. That's yours. But there is, there's some, some stuff to it where you have a role model power. Yeah. So the fact, I really like the fact that like Lori's using her role model power to empower you know, failure, she's using it to empower little girls, she's using it to empower, like, anybody, I mean, she's got this, and it's obviously probably geared towards girls or whatever, but if you have, like, you know, Sheila's son, who's really into gymnastics, or any child, really, who's into a sport, you can definitely be like, hey, she's got this, but you got this, too, like, you can use it for both or any sport. Yeah, I could, I can totally see getting this um, yeah, I do feel like it may be more geared towards girls, but I can totally see getting this for, for Dash just because he does love gymnastics. And we have had issues like where, which is kind of funny because um, Lori's thing is the balance beam and Dash Dash's nemesis is the balance beam. <laughs> um, and last year, I mean, and his was, it was low, but like he would, he would walk it and he'd fall off and he'd walk it and he'd fall off. And I remember one day he was at it and he was walking and he got about halfway and he fell and he fell hard and his legs split and he landed on his tush and he caught with his hands. So like he didn't like fall to one side or anything. He just landed on the, the beam and and this was at his OT. This wasn't even this. So I, this was at his occupational therapy. This wasn't even at his gymnastics class that he was taking at the time. And you could tell he was mad and that he was hurt and probably embarrassed. And we're all like, are you? Well, she was more like, are you OK? I just kind of sat back and watched. And she's like, are you OK? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, you know what? If you don't want to finish the balance beam, we can move on to the next thing. And he's like, no, I'm going to finish. And he, um, he climbed off and he was so mad and he was so determined that he got up onto the balance beam by himself without any assistance. He walked all the way across it without wobbling. And then he jumped down without assistance. And we all cheered for him because the balance beam was just like something that he had always struggled with. And for him to like get it in that moment, like we were all so proud of him. And it was really funny because I think that um, memory, I put it in my Facebook on my Facebook mess, um, post like a year ago and it came up like a couple weeks ago. And last weekend 
we were taught we were in bed and we were talking and he said something about well, I want to do this, but I don't want to get hurt or I don't want to fall. Or, and I'm like, well, do you remember that time that, you know, you fell on the balance beam at, at OT and and then you, you were so mad and you were so determined that you got up and you, read it, you did it again and you did it perfect? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's what you have to remember, that you can do it. And sometimes you have to fall before you get better. Did you do and a slow clap? Because I feel like you needed to. <laughs> no, we didn't. But I just, I just I feel like it was her speech. That'd be weird if she started the slow clap. Right? That'd be Did Eric no, slow I, clap? <laughs> uh, I meant well, during the first one. <laughs> no, no. Well, I think we might have all clapped and cheered, but it wasn't like a slow clap. But I just think that we need to, um, like we as parents and as a society, we definitely need to. While we want our children to succeed in life, but sometimes we need to let them succeed and we need to teach them how to like it's okay to fail because sometimes I feel like we aren't letting them fail. Right. I feel like it's a really fine balance because I know that like when all of us were in like middle school, high school age, it was like Nike and all those Sports companies were just coming out with, like, no pain, no gain, just do it. Second place is the first loser. And it was, like, so extreme, but, like, nobody had participation trophies. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, if you weren't number one, you weren't anything. And that causes, like, its own thing. But then now you're in this age where it's, like, don't be like that. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets something. And so then it's, like, you just feel, like you automatically should be rewarded when you do fail. So it's not even the right way to handle failure. Yeah. So there is definitely a balance to, to like the failing and to the winning and yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It just goes to the old adage that if anyone ever says that they've never failed, they've truly never tried. Yeah. Much like y'all's dance. A for the day. A for the day. And I just want to tell you. We don't you, own the rights to that song. I don't think that. Oh, is that a song? No, I just. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Josie's song, so. Some obscure artist would be like, that is my song at three seconds in. But I do want to say, I never f- fell in any of those dance classes. And so I never got an A for the day. I didn't either. You never got an A? Well, day. I got it. No, I got A's. I mean, we got A's in the class. That's not, not what you said, so I just wanted to clarify. No, what I said was... You failed the class. I did not fail the class. She said she never got an A for the day. A for the day was if you you fell. Like, you fell down during class, like what we talked about earlier. I never fell. I'm with you. Sometimes I wish I had. Yeah. I don't know why I wish I had, but... <laughs> I could just take a break. I don't know. Okay. Hey, Josie. Oh, so would you guys suggest this book? I would. I might go buy it for my son. I think I'm going to go buy it for my son. I mean, if I can get a first edition signed copy, I'm going to buy it for myself. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, are you going to give it to your your nieces? Or are you going to keep it for yourself? Um, It's a signed first edition, so I'll probably keep it for myself. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, maybe I'll let them read it from afar. 
when they or when they come visit do they visit sorry you need to put on the white gloves to touch this book lori has graced us with her presence so (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) so so would you guys suggest this i would yes 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 i think it's it's cute it's unanimous it's a 10 it's a 10 9.5 9.5 just okay. <laughs> wow i'm giving a 10.5 just to make up for that you must be the china judge i was totally joking about the, like since she, we must, she must be the russian judge giving no, it a 9.5. If, if i was china i would have been like 6.5 <laughs> and if you were Russia, it'd be 7.5. Probably. <laughs> um, so, Josie, have you picked out your book? It's supposed to be you, isn't it? Um, For the next children's book? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it is me, but I have not picked it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not you? Well, crap, because I haven't thought about it. <laughs> um, actually, no, I lied. I actually did pick out my next book. Ooh. Do you remember what it is? She picked it out just now. No, I've actually, I actually picked this out last month because um, Sorry. I forgot it was Andy's choice. Really quickly, before I tell you this, I do want to say that I had a feeling the girl that I couldn't remember, her name started with an M, and I did Google it, and her name was Madison. Mm, Madison. Sorry, yeah. Madison. She Madison. was the blonde. We love you. Um, and she was the one who trains in Texas. She actually trains in Dallas. But anyway. we won't stalk you. Madison, we won't stalk you. I'm not a stalker. I'm totally fine. It's too busy working That's and fair. podcasting. Josie forgot the name of her book. No, I remembered it. I just wanted to make <laughs> sure. I remembered the site, or I remembered the name. I just wanted to make sure I was teasing. got the whole name right. Sorry, I feel I think we have a repeat illustrator author on this oh. book. Is Lichtenheld? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually picked this book because uh, one of my best friends who's a nanny, it's one of her favorite books to read for the children that she nannies. And it was actually like the first book she bought for her son when she found out she was pregnant. Um, and it is called Good Night, Good Night Construction Site by Sherry Dusky Rinker and Tom Lichtenheld. So I will be reading that book for everyone on our next episode. Well, I'm excited. Be... It's, it's really cute. I really like Yeah, it. no, and that be, that's a good one. Like, it's the little boys. I mean, little boys, They at, when they're little, like my son's age, five, six. And younger, you know, they don't care what they're being read to. I mean, they might like something like trains or construction site stuff more, you know, but they'll still like let you read pretty much anything to them. So, but it's kind of neat to have like something for little boys. Yeah. It's- and actually, funny enough, um, my friend, the child that she nannied um, a couple years ago, it was actually a little girl. Yeah. And this was her favorite book and um they used to go see the like fire trucks all the time like she'd get so excited about trucks and fire trucks and then it's like dashing the trains yeah kind of and 
it's actually really cute because she picked out the baby shower gift for my friend when she had her shower and she picked out this like airplane um that like has wheels that like rolls around like a truck it was really cute that's cute i love it i love it when little kids like things that are like outside of their when it's not gender specific yeah like i was that kid yeah yeah i I just readings for everybody it doesn't matter what it is right right Right. so yeah so i'll be reading that um for the next episode awesome so what have you pulled from your bookshelves kids andy have you read your other twisted tale no (laughs) (laughs) that's a no that we had them we had them so good for one month (laughs) i said right i started to read it and then i truthfully just i was exhausted when i was trying to read it so I kept falling asleep, and I just haven't tried to pick it back up. And I actually uh, saw it yesterday, and I was like, what happened here? We know nothing about being exhausted and so, trying to read. I mean, no. the transition between, like, changing jobs and leaving a place that you've been for seven years, it kind of wore me out a little bit. But. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exhausting. I get it. No, I was just teasing, like, Josie and I, like... We were both, like, our last book, Neverwhere, like, we both loved it, but we were so exhausted. Like, whatever it was, like, that month we were just so tired, and, like, we'd try to read. And poor Josie, she, like, she finished it, like, the hour before we recorded. (laughs) I mean, for so long, Sheila and I were, like, so even, though, because we would just check in. I'm going to read tonight. I'm going to read tonight. And then the next day, we'd be like, I'm still a third of the way through. (laughs) Like, I'm on this page. Okay, good, because I'm on that page, too. And it was like, okay, so I went to go read, but then I ended up falling asleep a little bit. So now I'm at this page. Okay, that's fine, because I'm at that page, too. Yeah. Well, we totally understand. And we loved it. Like, we devoured that book. But it was just, like, for, like, three days, every time we tried to, <laughs> to actually read, we just we were so tired. Life is hard. Don't, so. give her, don't give up hope for me yet, kids. We won't. We'll just keep checking. Voice like, just came out of me. We'll just keep checking, like, once a month. How's okay. how's your reading going, Andy? And that's all we'll ask. I mean, I'd say we would text you, but you'd just ignore us and then answer five days later. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I've been... <laughs> You totally, and he ghosted us, everybody. I didn't ghost you. I <laughs> mentally replied, and I did not actually text you back. Is that called cloaking? Or, <laughs> or it was like y'all asked a question. And I was like, oh, I have to look at my schedule. Oh yeah, that's probably it. It was and just so funny. I like, forgot to actually do that. We said something, and then it was. Like it nothing was for like a week. It was yeah. so, and then like Josie, like I'm gonna. She's like, I realize Andy hasn't messaged us back, and I'm like, yeah, I think he's ghosting us. She's, she just started laughing at, at my my comments. I was like, it's okay. I'm gonna call him later. I'll just talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, so Josie, what about right, you? Besides, um, so after I finished Neverwhere. I actually read book three and book four of the When Is uh, Which Is When series, yeah. and then I listened to another book called The Unremembered Girl, which was so good. It had a, 
I'm really, well, so, like, to go back really quickly, I'm really loving the Witches Win series. It's been mm-hmm. a lot of fun seeing where it's at. And I'm also almost to the point where the little short story that we've found that actually got oh, us turned on to this series yeah. um, is starting to pick in, um, get in there a little bit. But it's kind of fun. Um, the Unremembered Girl, I actually found this because of Kindle Unlimited. And... I finally just downloaded the app on my phone <laughs> instead of just having my Kindle. And it was she's actually. Like, she was like, I haven't read because I forgot my, I forgot my Kindle. And I'm like, you don't have it. You don't have the app on your phone. She's like, no. And I'm like, what century are you living in? <laughs> I've had my Kindle for like six years and I'm just now down. I just now downloaded the app in the last month and a half. But I listened to that on audiobook, actually, because it was available in audio. And it was The Unremembered Girl, which had such a good surprise ending. Go read that one, everyone, or listen to it. The guy who uh, read it for the audiobook did really well. And now I'm, like, halfway through the book for our next episode. And then I'll probably – I downloaded – I really want to read this, and I did not realize this book was so long. Oh. So if I listen to it, it's going to be like 20 hours. <laughs> what book is it? It is Palm Trees in the Snow. Oh. So I'm excited about this one. Yeah. But it's it's a long book. It's 19 hours and 59 minutes. Those books are Or so- 614 pages. Yeah. Whichever one you want to do. When you're just downloading books left and right because they're free on Kindle, well, like, quote-unquote free on Kindle Unlimited, you just don't pay attention to how long they are. You're just like, this looks good. I'm going to download it. Click. Yeah. How about you, Sheila? So I'm listening to A Faithful Place. Like, I started it a couple months ago, and then, like, my rental of it on my lending library went out, and so... I had to wait for it to come back on, and it finally got it. So I've been listening to that, and that's by Tana French. And you mm. got me onto her books yeah, like I really eight, like nine, eight, seven years ago. Uh, it happens in Andy, Ireland. Andy, didn't, didn't you read the book In the Woods by Tana Finch, like, years ago? No. It was, like, the the mystery where, like, the little kid got murdered. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah, so it's... um. Again, it's another mystery. She does mysteries in Ireland. Um, yeah. I'm liking this one. It's a male detective this time, <clears throat> the female. And then um, I need to finish American Gods. And then my yeah. book club is reading um, The Rosie Project. And it's about a man who is, he's like a professor, but also autistic. And he... He's working on this one project, and then this woman comes into his life trying to find her family. Like, it's just like how they have a like have a relationship or whatever. Um, and then I finished a man called Uve, which is our next book. Our next book, and I I I finished that. Like I I finished it, and I sent Josie a text message. I'm like, I'm ready whenever you are. I know, John. So my friend and co-worker John Luca is going to be reading this with us and joining us on our next episode and he texted me yesterday and was like I can't wait for you to finish this I loved the ending mm-hmm. 
I don't want to give away, like, how he felt about it. He just, like, sent me a message and was like, I loved it. I can't wait for you to finish. Yeah. He was, he actually saw me today at work, and he was like, I can't wait for you to finish tonight when you go home. I'm like, dude, I still have, like, half the book <laughs> left, and I got other stuff that I got. I know. So, was like, I'm going to be definitely reading the book, but I'm not finishing the book tonight. Yeah. Jean Luca and I are um, like, come on, Josie, hurry up. Um, even though yeah. we've scheduled to record next Wednesday. If you get a chance, get um, the book A Man Called Uwe by Frederick Bachman. Bachman. It's really good. I really, really enjoyed it. But um, I look forward to chatting with you and our yes. guest next month. Wait, when was the last time we talked? <laughs> like a month ago. <laughs> last month. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I finished that? graphic novel yes you weren't really a fan of it not a fan but i did get a new comic What's is it archie <laughs> it's an old comic it's an x-man but it's one where storm apparently became a vampire i'm here for it i don't know what it's about i'm gonna i'm gonna read it and let you know nice. oh all right um, yeah so andy great choice of a book yes awesome thank you thank you thank you Lori, for your um, you have a couple weeks to read A Man Called Uwe to to enjoy the next episode. But like we said, you don't need to read the book to listen to the episodes. One thing that everybody can do that would really help us out is rate us or rate us and subscribe. Give us a review. Any of those things will help us because it'll actually help filter out for our little book club. And you can find us on any like major podcast service carrier wherever you download all your favorite podcasts you can find us and if for some reason we're not on your favorite one send us a email or a facebook message or instagram message i don't i don't care however you send us a message um smoke signals uh i don't know how to read those um pigeon carrier i leave my back window open Okay, Josie gets pigeons. Um, you just have to watch out for Roxy. She might do something to the said pigeon. <laughs> Took a morbid turn. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for this children's book. Um, yeah, but uh, let us know. Yeah. Let us let know. Us know. You can email us at potheadswhoread at gmail.com. And, of course, we are on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Go crack a book open. And thanks for reading with us. Bye. Bye. Bye.